0: Imagine how strong these communities would be if everybody was like on the same Same page as far as just respect for each other. Like, bro, like, you know, that it would take something over. I don't know what it would take over, over, but it would take it all the way over. And I think that's the whole thing.
1: My yeah. Let me be a future. future yeah. your nostalgia yeah. I make these tunes for you, timeless and
0: marvelous. I'm a play loud. I'm almost there. Yeah,
1: I'm at the festival. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. When you look at the mainstream I'm media play, in our
0: country, yeah. Yeah. Everything that they talk about, it seems to be, you know, I mean, it depends on where you go, you know, it's going to be, it's going to lean towards one direction or the other. It's really, it doesn't seem to be in between. I mean, sure, there, there are those media sources, but you have to look for them. Those aren't the,
2: the main, main ones, you know? No, no, entirely. And I think, I think a lot of it, all the messaging and stuff is just being streamlined to the groups that it's supposed to be streamlined to. Like I used to work in the industry and I can see that there's only certain ads that were going on this specific network but it would never cross paths and go on that network with people of the same age demographic but it's interesting when you look at what's actually being sold
3: that's real I feel like what's interesting too is like in some other places in the now con- the world It's like the problem comes more from like lack of information where you're just not hearing what's going on. Whereas here, it's a lot of misinformation where it's like you're hearing too much about what's going on. You're hearing every single angle. You don't even know like, which I mean, that might be also speak to my limited vantage point of being here and seeing it happen on a day to day so much. But it's like the issue isn't even censorship as much as it is like over here, as much as it is like discerning between all of the false narratives that the media ends up giving us.
2: Yep, and even when you think about it too, sometimes it's not even a fact that we have information overload. It's just like people are jumping at stories and that situations when there's not even enough facts, only because of the way it's presented. I mean, that's why clickbait is still a thing, and I don't think that's ever gonna go anywhere.
0: Definitely not, not in this you know era where everything is seeming to be targeted towards instant access, instant. You know like you were saying information overload like the fact that we have a smartphone in our hand we can access this is the information age we can access thousands of you know books that our ancestors could only dream of you know what i mean and it's funny though it's like it's like we have all this stuff yet we're so lazy about it like we don't take that extra step to just further check a source we just you know take it at face value Mm. it's like So all you got to do is take that extra step, but not a lot of people want to do that or don't know how to do it.
3: Well, what's interesting too is I feel like a lot of people who have already done it don't want to tell other people where to look sometimes too. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll see like Mm. social media threads where like, I don't know, someone, something will go viral for being like maybe racially insensitive and then someone will respond not understanding how it's racially insensitive. And then like someone will respond to them like, Google it. And then like, like mad like dismissive and rude, And then that shit will get mad retweets time, and likes. Yeah. And then like,
1: yeah, and it's
3: like, like, first off, that's not a way to get them to actually go seek information if they're just going to yeah. be like, like, all right, fuck this topic. Like, yeah, negative <laughs> it doesn't really enforce me anyway. Negative yeah, reinforcement
2: exactly. does not work. <laughs> It's like when you ask somebody, oh, what time were we supposed to meet? Oh, I sent you an email. It's like the same amount of time that you just took (laughs) to say I sent you an email, you You could have just told me the time.
0: Like, hey, what are we really talking about now, you know? Or if you really wanted to be petty, you could have just said, I sent the email, but three o'clock or
2: whatever. As per my last email. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. As per that's a good one. I guess on that subject, uh, should we just start? Should we toss up some introductions? Yeah, let's do it. All right, welcome back, world, free folk. This is
3: E. What's good, y'all? This is Zim.
2: and this is Mo Money.
0: Nah, this is your boy Mo Wellness, Maurice Mo Money. You could call me whatever. It's <laughs> so honest Maurice Mo Money Mo Wellness. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good combo. Yeah, 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 for sure. All about the coins. All yep. about the wellness. Yup. You know, all about good vibes. I guess where did the where did the Mo
2: Wellness come from?
0: Ah, uh, well, I think it's been a journey ever since college, you know. Mm-hmm. Um in junior year or so I founded a club with a good friend of mine, Andrew Morse. Uh this group called West Gaines and it's an acronym for Wesleyan. Getting active and incorporating nutritional science. So it was a campus club that was sort of intended to teach people how to approach weightlifting and nutrition. Mm-hmm. in an optimal way. A lot of this came from my co-founder, Andrew Morse. He studied with the New Zealand weightlifting team and rugby team during his study abroad program. This seems like years ago. It's like six years ago now. Wow, can't believe it. But, um, yeah, he, he came back from study abroad, and then we decided to start this club up. I was more of his administrative guy. Um, I didn't really know much about weightlifting myself, Growing up, I was always a chubby kid, but I was always interested in sports. Never really had the opportunity to play as much as I would have liked to. So, you know, I I wanted to help out Andrew. Um, He was very interested in helping others. Like in his free time at the gym, you would always see him, you know, just chopping it up with people and doing that stuff. So just having the the, the campus club was just a formal Mm -hmm. way to help him see that. Go through help that help him see that vision through and then you know for me it was just uh i guess like a personal personal thing i was trying to trying to do for like my my past self like like the inner child in me
1: what do you mean by that
0: so yeah like growing up i was kind of teased for being a chubby kid like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i had girls like tease me for having a big butt and whatnot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it'd be like that. I laugh now, but like <laughs> it's then. funny like that, like that really affected me back then. Like, you know, and it'd always be like the girls who you had crushes on too. So like that'd be the worst to hear from them. <laughs> so like, you know, approaching ways to take care of your body, that's something that I've sort of like low key always been wanting to do ever since I was a kid. So to be able to see that through with Andrew, that was the main starting point back in 2013, 2014. And then uh, just, you know, personal stuff happening, just in life, you
1: know, Mm -hmm.
0: people, people in your life coming and going, experience deaths in your family. You just, you know, just life happens. And I just started to sort of realize that taking care of your physical is important but your mental is equally as important so the wellness is just a an overall I guess standalone for just health just another way to,
2: to say health yeah because so, I saw it too like even with uh, I guess the reason I was asking about more wellness I did see you active in the gym I did see you um taking just different approaches to nutrition and fitness but then I saw you tie that in with um, just like daily affirmations and situations where um you're also just like working on and like strengthening um I guess like mental capacity mental ability you know what I mean like that wellness that's going on in a mind definitely that's something that I'm still you know
0: familiarizing myself with um and you know getting used to because I just come from a just like an upbringing where and just community where that's not really something that's done in a way, I guess, just in the black community in general, uh, mental health services aren't really sought out as much as in other communities. Like it'll be common to be watching a, you know, a yuppie sitcom or something on TV and you'll hear, Oh, my therapist, this my therapist, that, but like, you'll never see that in like, like the parkers or like, you know, like like the Waynes yeah, yeah. Like, like the Wayans brothers or some like black TV show. You know what I mean? So it's just like a thing where like there's like the like the science behind this stuff is legitimate. Granted, I understand science in the past has been used to I guess hurt African Americans, like with the Tuskegee syphilis experiments, you know, there's a lot of skepticism in the community. As it pertains to seeking out mental health services and just health services in general, there's just lots of distrust. So I can understand the reasoning for a lot of people's hesitation um, as it relates to seeking out mental health services. But um, not even just that. like if you just say daily affirmations, like your mind, like your subconscious picks up on that stuff, what you say, what you like watch, what you hear. It all, it, all, it all has an effect. So that was my way of helping to heal myself, like, you know, posting on IG and, you know, sharing other posts that I've come into contact with, you know, like curating my profile to get rid of, you know, <laughs> I guess less, you know, IG models. And sp- <laughs> we all, we all had like- to purge. We all to- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, unless, uh, you know, sports highlights, comedy, you know, uh, Vine, like, famous Vine stars who are on Instagram now and stuff like that, like, curating my page to, I mean, still, I can still have that stuff, but of just adding in the the more motivational stuff to balance it out, you know, so, like, there's plenty of apps out there um, that I've come across, so there's Calm, the Calm app, there's, um, Ten percent happier as uh, headspace, uh, and a lot of the times these these app companies they'll just have these free promos or they'll just give out you know three month trials for just spreading the word about their product, and I've seen that like a bunch of times in the past two years. So even on my page, from time to time, I'll like share that when I can with other people because I I use I've been using Instagram a lot recently to for my own healing and through my own healing, I'm hoping that I can, you know, be a light to somebody else.
3: That's super dope, man. That's super dope. And honestly, like what you were saying really spoke to me as someone who, uh, well, Hey, I I was also the Mm -hmm. chubby kid growing up. So I feel that pain. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then,
3: uh, and then, and then also on the mental health side, like I was, uh, being in the Pakistani community, it was, Similar that mental health wasn't really something that you talked about to the point where like Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody who, you know, like even considered getting therapy like when I was, uh, you know, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago when I was like first starting to deal with things that would have been nice to have resources to tap into. But I think what like all of that kind of what I took out of my experiences and what I kind of hear and what you were saying, too, you start to take ownership over like what you can control and the fact that you can improve things that you know you maybe feel self-conscious about or like other people are judging you about or whatever the case may be where it's like for instance you know, all of us are people of color, like, that's something that, A, I would hope none of us are self-conscious about, but, like, regardless, we are probably going to get judged about in certain situations, et cetera, and it's like, well, there isn't shit we can do about that, but on the other hand, if I'm, like, overweight and people are going to judge me off that or I'm going to feel a way about that, I can control what I, you know, what Mm -hmm. I'm putting in my body, I can control Mm my um, day-to-day routine, and then even on, like, the mentality side of things, um, with the daily affirmations or with curating what you're consuming, um, all of that, again, speaks to, like, this idea of of, there are certain things that you can control about your mental health, about your physical health. Uh, There are certain things that may be outside of your control that you need to then tap into resources for, but there's like a a lot of validation, a lot of power in like taking ownership of what you do have the ability to change and like improve about yourself.
2: Yeah. And just like taking that ownership over your thoughts or getting to that point where you can have more of a say of the way you're feeling, the way you're thinking. That's the that's one of the most powerful tools. Like I know, we were talking about like cable and advertising and stuff before, and sort of how we have no control over the advertisements we see on TV or the next commercial that they're gonna show. But on our phones right now, it's our own personal televisions, right? So doing those purges of whoever, or I guess like those bad influences or images you didn't want to see on Instagram or even Twitter on a daily basis, and putting more positive affirmations, things that are pushing towards learning more about real estate, for example or anything that can help your physical well-being, I think that's where those first steps start. Like I think it was like three weeks ago, I just did that with Twitter because at one point I was waking up just feeling off. And I realized that anytime I went on Twitter, a lot of the news I was reading or consuming was based off of like a lot of deaths and a lot of killings um, of people of color, whether it's like by police or just members in the community. We all try not to do it, but it's hard, it's hard not to pick up your phone in the morning and click on one of these social media apps. You know what I mean? Like we're this is our like New York Times that's being delivered the same way it was True. years ago, you know, like we're checking the paper. So I realized that that shit just had me so fucked up in the morning and day after day, day after day, just really just figuring out what's the root of that. Is it because like I had to wait ten minutes to use a shower because someone else was in it? You know what I mean? Was it because I missed the train? Like what's actually making me feel upset? Then I realized it was really that information I was consuming. Once I switch that, these days are just a lot more lighter. You know what I mean?
3: That's fast. What's dope about what you're doing too, Mo, is like, I feel like the conversation on social, it's like you see it and it's easy to get discouraged and then thus not want to like add into it. But it's also like the fact that all of us wish that there was more content like that is probably speaks to the fact that we should share more content like that. So like you're talking about sharing subscriptions, um, tap, letting people tap into mental health resources, et cetera, like, or apps, et cetera. Like that's a dope way to like shift the conversation by adding your voice into it. Which like personally, I mean, obviously, Ian and I, you know, have been working on this podcast. But I feel like specifically within the social realm on my personal account, like I still kind of like, yeah, like I'm still throw the songs I'm listening to and stuff like that. But sometimes I don't necessarily want to keep it as real on mental health because like people aren't keeping it real, and it's like you like, know, right. so you got to be the voice to change. But on social, especially because like a lot of that shit is like not real not real anyway or like an extension of reality anyway it's like Uh do i really need to even like but you know there is an opportunity there if people like us who are kind of concerned about or at least more thoughtful about um the the conversation if we add our voices more then hopefully the conversation starts to shift too yeah
0: yeah and um i think i think the great thing about instagram is that it provides an outlet for you to do whatever it is that you want to do so Like, I remember a few years ago, I never really used Instagram. I had a sort of uh, negative outlook towards it. I was pretty pessimistic. Yeah, Vine Vine was
2: popping, though. (laughs)
1: That was the best shit in the world.
2: Oh, man. And my Snapchat.
1: Oh, man. What was it on Vine and Snapchat?
2: There was no competition.
0: I was pretty reckless. I was pretty immature and reckless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a little bit of both
2: though. I wouldn't <laughs> say heart. reckless or immature. I just think that yeah. <laughs> it was a good <laughs> pocket. It was nice. It was dope.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can make you can carve out a little niche on Instagram. But I had a I had a pretty warped uh I guess outlook on it. I I, I really only thought it was an outlet an outlet for like hot models to post like thirst traps for guys and all that. <laughs> like I really didn't think you could uh, you could curate a page and, you know, make it mental health orient- oriented or whatnot. Um, I think as they expanded, as they allowed you to, I think they extended video length or they added videos. They extended the length of the videos from like 10 seconds to 60 seconds. They added the live feature. Then they added the IG video or whatever it's called. IG watch, watch IG. I don't remember what it's called, but over the years, it's become more of a, like, I guess, resource or huge tool for people to just make pages based on whatever. You have people who have food pages, like people selling food off of Instagram, people having businesses off of Instagram. It's it's a great,
2: it's probably the best app. I, I, I really wonder what it's going to be like in 10 years. Uh, how are we going to, like, level up? What's going to be the next one after that? Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. If we look at the way um, even some of these... I guess technology providers are giving us like great camera quality phones or high speed this, high speed that. They're really enabling us to be our own, like each individual to content their own, creators exactly in their own television network. You know, like mm-hmm. granted, right? all of it's actually repeating whether it's podcasting repeating or having some elements of radio. Same thing going on with television, so and so forth. With these media channels and outlets like YouTube, we're really going to be the director, the producer. And the CEO of our own lives in this. Mm-hmm. It's the growth of entrepreneurialism.
3: Yeah, that's why I think that like the me- the mentality of it all comes in too, because it's like we have so much more like tools to play with. You know what I'm saying? If we're, as we're trying to create that, like all of the stuff before us, like some of it has been dope, some of it has been negative, etc. And like all of it is information that we should use use to push forward. But it's also like at the same time, like we can't be limited by like what we think we can't do and so i feel like the affirmation just like knowing you know that if you think it and like you put the work in that you can achieve something there's a lot of stuff that is trying to tell us that that's not the case and so sometimes we are the first person that we that needs to look in the mirror and just like tell ourselves that because again like we have like you can't tell me that like Honestly, I'm but this is kind of an aside, I guess, but like personally I feel like you can't really tell me anything pre internet can tell us what post internet world is like really like besides like human nature in general, which again, like that a lot of that starts with mentality. So
2: Yep. There was um I heard this quote I think it was like two or three days ago from Henry Ford. It was like whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. <laughs> so it really just emphasizes how much attitude just determines, you know, whether you're gonna yeah. succeed or fail and that's what's like the most like those first 10 to 15 minutes of your day and whatever information you're consuming mean, you, like there's there's no such thing as waking up on the wrong side of the bed you know what i mean i think that mm. it comes down to waking up and not having or being able to realize the right intention for the day that's that's the way i'm starting to think about that now mm. intentional living yeah yeah
0: um Ah, there's a great quote on that that I'm not remembering right now, but yeah, I absolutely agree. If you don't have an in- oh, oh man, uh, you'll never rise above the intentions that you have for your life, or something like that, something along those lines. I think it's about like Joel Osteen or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Houston pastor. But yeah, it's when you when you so for example, all right, say I want to lose five pounds. I'm not just going to lose five pounds by, you know, doing what I'm doing right now. I'm going to have to assess what I'm doing right now, assess whether or not that's helping me, helping me in that goal. Um, if it if it is, then I guess I'll keep doing what I'm doing. If it doesn't, then I'll, you know, maybe cut back some carbs or cut back whatever I need to cut back um, after doing an assessment and then I can then progress from there. But, you know, if you don't have an intention, if you don't have a goal, if you don't have a roadmap to you know achieve that goal, and, and, and if you don't break it down into pieces, then how are you going to truly set out and do what, what it is that you want to do? And that's why I think a lot of people fail at times. You know, you see it all the time with New Year's resolutions. People have all the motivation in the world, but they don't have the intention necessarily to carry through. And you know, see through on that motivation. Um, Anybody can be motivated, but you know, takes a special person to be disciplined to actually do the work. And (laughs) that's something I've—I'm still struggling with myself. Uh, Thanks. I, I haven't been to the gym in a minute. You know, I've been a lot's been in flux for me. You know, I just recently switched jobs and whatnot, so I got a lot going on. Just had a had my nephew, my nephew was just born. So Uncle Mo. (laughs) Uncle Mo. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's a vibe.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Lots of exciting stuff (laughs) going on. So yeah, hopefully I'm trying to get back into a routine. But yeah, seeing through on on goals and having an intention that's
2: absolutely essential for anything. It is. It really is just is it's straight up just setting and making that plan. Like you are gonna be good at what you decide to do every single day. You know what I mean? If you wanna just watch TV all day, like you are gonna be an amazing television watcher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If <laughs> yeah, you wanna yeah, write yeah. music all day, you are gonna write amazing music all day. You know, <laughs> like it it really yeah, does yeah. come down to intent. But that's what I mean, that's what's scary and also beautiful about the human mind in general, because that also goes down to The circles that you hang out with, the conversations that you're having on a day-to-day basis, too. Because if you're around a lot of people who are talking about fitness, more than likely you're going to be in the gym first thing in the morning. If you're talking with a lot of people who are just concerned with opinions on social media, best believe that a tweet or something could just fuck up your whole day and fuck up your whole world. Mm. Yeah, you're right. There's a quote that says, like,
0: you're the average of your five best friends. So (laughs) you are what you hang around. So. If you if you want to be, you know, if you say you want to, all right, let me think of a not crazy example. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I, I get what you're hinting at, but then put it this way: yeah. what, but how do you explain like outliers? You know what I mean? How do you explain like sort of mm. people who have been in certain communities or certain friend groups and still were able to rise above and rise above yeah. compared to their peers? What what explains that then?
3: Mm. What came to mind before you asked that question? And I think it's kind of related. Is I feel like there's also like, in terms of like the plan, there's also like the short term moves to get to that versus the long term. Like this is what I'm trying to get to, and I feel like a lot. It's also easy to get caught in one of the two. Like either like get too caught up in the short term move to move, or get too caught up into the into the long term and like, just like not like as we were kind of saying like not actually take the steps that are necessary to get there. Um, but I think it's like mm-hmm. the people the people you're speaking to like. Um, I don't know, do you have an example who comes to mind? Like, I guess, like, a Jay-Z would come to mind, maybe? Talk to me. Okay, so if if, it's, if if you look at, like, someone like Jay-Z, like, clearly he just had, like, that sense of purpose and, like, that high, like, this is what I'm trying to get to. But at the same time, I'm sure, like, along the way he took, he was adaptable in terms of taking the steps and, like, moving for I mean, even, like, you know, being in Rockefeller and then Rockefeller splitting up, like, things like that, it's, like, none of that is probably steps that he imagined on the way to where he was trying to go. But I'm sure he had the long-term vision and I'm sure he was adaptable and, like, thinking, making sure that each step he was taking on the way was was laddering up, if that mm-hmm. makes sense.
2: Yeah. And I think, now that I think about that, too, um, because I guess, yeah, he couldn't imagine something like Rockefeller and stuff breaking up at that point. I think he really just had a strong connection to that future self, that future sense of self, you know? Just, like, that hunger to be great, you mean? Exactly. That hunger to be great or just realizing, like, hey, like, If I put into work right now, three months down the line, I would thank myself right now. You know, like once you have that connection with your future self, realizing, hey, this isn't that far away for me to be able to achieve these goals. I think it allows you to sort of move with your day with more intention. Because I've been looking at just like financial videos and just like budgeting, so on and so forth. And everything's all about like writing a plan. Like, where do you want to see yourself next year? How much money do you want to have? Like, what do you want to be able to do? So on and so forth. And it. What I've been learning from watching those videos and just learning more about just like that realm in general is that people have a strong sense of that connection to the future self and realizing like me putting in a work in right now and just so that delayed gratification, which is something that social media is kind of fucking up for all of us. <laughs> so it's, it's an interesting balance too. That dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why, you, why you said like that? <laughs> you said that dopamine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, nah, that that whole social media instant gratification thing is crazy. I'll be at like a family function and I'll see like a 3-year-old or 4-year-old on a tablet and they are like 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 almost mm-hmm. knocked out like peripheral vision does not exist. Their name no longer exists. (laughs) You can't say anything to them. They're just focused on the tablet and, you know, whatever game they're playing, whatever Netflix show they're watching. It's like, man, these kids, like, I really wonder, like, I'm starting to sound like an old head. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uncle Mo. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, Uncle (laughs) Mo. But the beautiful thing about that, though, that I'm thinking about it, if we realize how addicting these tablets and these phones (laughs) are, even for kids that young age, it's like, now there's a situation where we can actually help them prepare their future selves to take on the world, you know? Like, so now it comes down to how best can we utilize the tech and utilize what's other So, like, the tap helpful. into that. Exactly. And mm-hmm. then make, put more intention in people's days and more intention in people's lives.
3: Yeah. So, like you also got to go where the people where the people are. Like, even what you were saying earlier, too, about the you know not being on instagram for a while like i was kind of the same way where i'm i was one of the last few to join join instagram because i also had like this negative view in my mind of like the, the pitfalls of it but it's also like if that's what people are congregating i'm like i'm gonna be there for the good in that congregation and hopefully to be able to add some more good to that congregation